News Talk 1070 KHMO presents On the Mark with Mark Hespin. News Talk 1070 KHMO presents On the Mark with Mark Hespin. On the Mark is powered by Cunis Country Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area at 221 North 36th Street, Quincy. Faith, family, and giving back. That's Cunis Country. And now, here's Mark Hespin. Good morning, Tri-States, and wherever you may be listening on the News Talk 1070 KHMO app or on Facebook Live. Thanks for joining us any way, shape, or form. On the Mark is brought to you by Cunis Country Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the Tri-State area, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Tell them Mark sent you faith family giving back. That's Cunis Country. Uh, I talked to General uh, Sales uh, Director Jason Buxman just yesterday. He told me to let everyone know uh, your trade-in has never been worth more than it is right now. So if you're look, if you're driving a used vehicle and you want to get into something new, 0% low financing, and uh, your trade-in has never been worth more. Lots to get to on the show today, as I was just previewing with the uh, Facebook Live audience here before we went live on the airwaves. Uh, we're going to talk Steelers here to start it off. Big Ben, they're bringing him back. Uh, we're going to get into NBA All-Star Game as well. I got some strong thoughts on the NBA uh, and the state of the all-star game. We're going to get also into all these NFL moves that have happened and are going to happen, including the J.J. Watt news, Alex Smith getting cut, uh, some other releases as well. Uh, and then to wrap up the show, some thoughts on Blake Griffin, his buyout, uh, Zlatan and LeBron kind of going back and forth with each other. Uh, Mike Mayock, also some interesting uh, comments on Derek Carr, uh, why I think they could be a smokescreen type of thing. And and, and honestly, smart. Uh, I think smart comments from Mike Mayock. So uh, getting all that a little bit more as well. As always, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Hespin. Get involved in the show that way or uh, through the Facebook page on the Mark KHMO on Facebook. That's where the Facebook Live is happening right now. All right, let's jump into it. Waste no more time. Hespin headline number one. Hespin's headlines on the Mark. The Steelers have brought back Big Ben. Uh, Big Ben lowered his pay to $14 million, basically went from like two years and making $40 million, a ton of guaranteed money. Uh, The Steelers and him were playing a little bit of chicken. I think it came down to the fact that Big Ben wanted one more year. He wants to play this year. The Steelers were basically saying, we're going to cut you as opposed to paying the $40 million. We'll just take the $20-something million cap hit and cut you and move on as opposed to paying you that much money, or let's try to work some out. What's a number we can get to where you can get some money, all guaranteed, come back, be our quarterback, play, and we can have some money to improve the team and and maybe actually make one last kind of final run and push. They settled on about $14 million, saving the Steelers about $15 million, going to spread a lot of money, uh, some of that uh, extra cap hit money that Big Ben is due uh, through 2022. And by doing this, the Steelers have put themselves in a really interesting position. A lot of people are going to think, okay, well, now the Steelers, they need to go draft a quarterback, right? They need to get aggressive and they need to find Big Ben's replacement now uh, because Big Ben final year and the Steelers have got to figure it all out. I'm going to say put to push, uh, push the brakes on that. I don't think the Steelers should draft a quarterback. And here's why. The Steelers are a lot like where the Saints were at last year and where the Saints are going to be at. The Steelers, in a year from now, are going to be kind of where the Saints are right now. 
They have a win-now roster. They have a ton of talent. They got a Hall of Fame head coach, and they have a really good brand. The Saints have built this incredible brand through the Drew Brees generation. The Steelers have been a great brand for many, many, many years, but Big Ben has carried that on, that legacy of that. Being the quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers and playing for that organization means something. Playing for a guy like Mike Tomlin uh, is very well respected in the league. The Steelers have no problem getting free agents. They have no problem drafting guys. They have no problem ever really paying guys as well. You don't see that type of drama with the Steelers. They really moved on well from uh, you know the, the drama that was Antonio Brown and have kind of come out unscathed. Where players uh, still th- I think think highly of the Steelers, GMs, agents. If I'm a, a college football player and I get drafted to the Pittsburgh Steelers, I think that means something. And and they ha- they have a win now defense. They have good offensive pieces. I think they need to work on the offensive line. I'd love to see them uh, really get like a game changer at running back or tight end. You know, a, a Travis Etienne type. Uh, uh, running back, or uh, you know, maybe uh, Nikhil Harry from uh, from uh, the Alabama, just to uh, alleviate, take some pressure off. But I, I think the Steelers are in a really good spot. So you would say, well, no, they should draft a quarterback, right? Get a go, get a guy in the first round. I w- uh, that's where I draw the line. I think the Steelers, if they're going to draft someone, and you want to just have a, a guy take a flyer on a Kellen Mund or someone in the second, third, fourth round. I'm okay with that. I'm very comfortable with that. I do not think the Steelers, though, should mortgage everything and go for a young quarterback right now. And I, I think there's two reasons why. One, I do think they they have the capability to be in the playoffs next year and to make a run for an AFC championship. Do I see them beating a Buffalo or a Kansas City in an AFC championship game? You know, probably not. Depending on what kind of shape Big Ben's in and the health, uh, they have a very, very good defense. They have weapons. But I still think that they can, if they add a piece in a first-round draft pick, a game-changer like that who could be a, a future offensive star for them, for whatever their their next quarterback could be, or uh, improving their offensive line, or uh, getting some more depth at the linebacker position it would be more important than getting a, a, a first-round quarterback. And they'd have to be reaching for someone. Where they're drafting, they'd have to be trading up. Uh, they or, or they'd be reaching for a guy who fell to them in some sort of way. And I, and I don't think the Steelers should do that. And the other reason why I don't think the Steelers should do that is because the Steelers, as I was just saying, are an attractive job. And you think about where the quarterback market could be next year. Think about the guys that could be available on the market via trade, via free agency. We're seeing this whole new kind of world with NFL quarterbacks. And, and and quarterbacks forcing situations to happen, becoming available. You could have a Dak Prescott coming off of a uh, of a, a final year. You know, if he gets franchise tagged, you could have a Jimmy Garoppolo. You could have win now type of quarterbacks to become available that the Steelers could slot into their roster in a very win now uh, with a very win now roster. Or at that point in time. Uh, you make a trade. You go get someone. You you go be aggressive in the trade market for a quarterback. Uh, depending on where you are, uh, you I think the Steelers are probably going to be a playoff team next year. So probably be drafting again in the twenties, or then get aggressive in the draft next year for a quarterback. I just don't think the Steelers should draft a quarterback. And part of it is they screwed this all up. I don't love that they're bringing Big Ben back, but they've really had no choice. 
They paid him way too much money. That de- that back end deal was way too big for a guy who's never taken care of himself. Uh, now the injury he had was a freak injury that he came off of, uh, and I'm sure it did limit his training. And Big Ben looked very good at times last year, but Big Ben for the first time in his career looked like what we've seen from Drew Brees the past couple years, and what we saw from Eli Manning and Philip Rivers and uh, Peyton Manning as these guys aged. At the end of the season, they just didn't have it. They're not 16-game quarterbacks anymore, plus a a deep playoff run. They just don't have it. And I don't think Big Ben, even if he has the best offseason training program of his life, is going to be that type of guy either at the end of the year. And I think that's one of the reasons why the Steelers fudged this up. They, they, They should have gotten Big Ben's replacement and went all in on the future of the quarterback last offseason. Been more aggressive last offseason and moving on from Big Ben. And they weren't. When they had a higher draft pick, when they had more draft capital, when they could have moved up easier or could have got more aggressive. But now they're in a tough spot. Uh, and I, I just don't see Pittsburgh. I, I just don't see it now putting themselves in a worse position by going and drafting a quarterback, I think would be a mistake. Uh, so Pittsburgh brings back Big Ben. They make a, they make this deal one year, $14 million. Uh, They're still paying a lot of money to the quarterback position because the way they've had to restructure the cap. I, I just think they're in some trouble, you know, and especially in the AFC North. It's a tough division right now. Cleveland's very good. I think if Joe Burrow starts the season healthy, which I think there's a possibility he could, we've seen guys coming back quicker and more healthy than ever from ACL tears and reconstructions on the knee at the quarterback position. Uh, I think the, Cincinnati's not going to be a pushover with Joe Burrow. And and obviously Lamar Jackson and the Ravens are elite, very tough, especially in the regular season. They're built for the regular season. Uh, so Big Ben, Steelers bring him back. I disagree with them doing all this, but they were kind of forced to. And if I'm a Steelers fan now, I hope... They do go all in like the Saints did, spend that $15 million that Big Ben saved them, maybe bring back Juju Smith-Schuster or, or draft a guy that could be a future building piece but not at the quarterback position with your first and second round draft picks. they got to nail those picks. Don't reach for a quarterback. Uh, and, and be an attractive destination. Be the attractive destination for a quarterback next offseason because what we've learned now in the NFL – there's going to be quarterbacks available. There's going to be movement in the in the world of the quarterbacks. So make yourself the attractive destination uh, for a quarterback next year. And I and I think if Big Ben was smart, and the Steelers were smart right now too, they would at some point in time leading up to the season announce that this is Big Ben's final year, and Big Ben should announce he is going to retire. Make it a make it a little bit of a Big Ben love fest. I'm okay with that. I'm comfortable with that. He's a Hall of Famer, first ballot guy. And that way, if things start to fall off the map and they go negatively and the Steelers are somewhat, you know, middle of the road and putzing around 500 in week, you know, 14, 15, and it looks like they're going to miss the playoffs, then you can still sell tickets. You can still get some good publicity and press of like, Let's say goodbye to Big Ben and let's honor this uh, Steelers legend and retire the number and all that, blah, 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 blah. So they can still salvage the season that way. And as a Steelers fan, that's your kind of options right now. You're not going to win the Super Bowl. The Steelers are not going to win the Super Bowl. 
they at the peak could be maybe competing in an AFC championship game, but probably not win an AFC championship game. And a worst case scenario, middle of the season, if things are going poorly, you just turn it into a Big Ben farewell tour. And you get great publicity and you can have those memories and do the waves and the goodbyes and hopefully there's fans in the stands and you and you really didn't spend too much money. Uh, so either way, I think that that's my prediction right now as we stand for where the Steelers can go and I don't think they should draft a quarterback in the first round. All right. When we come back, uh, has been headline number two. I want to talk NBA All-Star. I got into it on Twitter with the Stacey King. I'll explain why I got into it. I'll defend my point against the great Stacey King, uh, and uh, and and just why I, I I just think we should all look at this in a different way, and uh, we should learn from past mistakes. Other leagues should learn from past mistakes. We'll get into all that when we come back. You're listening on the Mark on News Talk 1070 KHMO on the KHMO app, brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Follow along on Twitter at Mark Hespin or uh, follow along on the Facebook page. Search On The Mark KHMO on Facebook. Join the Facebook Live. We'll be back in just a bit. Hometown News Talk 1070 KHMO and the free KHMO mobile app for your smartphone. Hi, I'm Megan Hoffer, and welcome to Heartbeat. A friend of mine's grandmother passed away recently, and sadly... In one of the last conversations she had with her, she stated that she just hoped she'd been good enough to get into heaven. What does good enough even look like? The comedian Mike Atkinson once said, if you can get through the day without coffee, if you can always be cheerful, if you can resist complaining, if you have no prejudice whatsoever, well, my friend, then you're almost as good as your dog. In Mark chapter seven, Jesus talks about what's inside a person's heart that makes them clean or unclean, not outward performance. As a new creation in Christ, our behavior should transform because we are allowing the Holy Spirit to shape our minds to be more like Jesus. No one is simply good enough to not need His undeserved grace. Heartbeat is brought to you by the Salvation Army. Hey, Sean Hannity here, encouraging you all to stay up to the minute on all the information on the coronavirus pandemic. Listen to my show. Go to my website, Hannity.com. Staying in touch with your local health professionals and most of all, listening to this great radio station. By staying informed, we will stop the spread of coronavirus. KHMO and the free KHMO mobile app. Welcome on back to On the Mark on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app. Brought to you by Cutis Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area. They need used vehicles. If you're driving around in a used vehicle and you're like, you know what? I I deserve something nice. I deserve something new. The weather's getting warm. Go see my guys at Cunis Honda Hyundai. Uh, they are paying top dollar for trade-ins. You're never going to get a, a, a more money for your trading than you are right now. The used car market is hot. They need those vehicles, and they want to get you into a new vehicle, uh, making deals left and right. Uh, check them on out. 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Faith, family, giving back. That's Cunis country. All right. NBA All-Star game is set for Sunday night. If you watched, I watched it. I thought it's fun. You know, the All-Star draft, Team LeBron, Team KD. Uh, first time for Kevin Durant being a part of it. Fourth time they've done this. Fourth time LeBron's been a part of it. Uh, he's three and zero, Team LeBron, and I think he's, I think he's gonna be four and zero. I mean, he got a loaded roster. It's him, Giannis, uh, Luca, uh, Jokic, Steph are the starters. I mean, 
That's insane. I think Giannis is a guy who's going to really show up this All-Star game. All-Star games are built for guys like a Giannis to just go hard. No one's going to challenge him at the rim. A lot of guys going to jack up a lot of threes. There's going to be a lot of spacing. And if Giannis is running the floor a ton, I think they could dump to him. And you're just going to see a ton of big Giannis dunks. If I had to predict an All-Star game MVP, I think Team LeBron wins and Giannis wins the MVP. That's not the whole point I'm trying to spend this segment on. A couple days ago on Twitter... I got into it with the great Stacey King. Stacey King is, I think, one of the best color commentaries in any sport. He's fantastic. Bulls play-by-play guy. Him and Adam Amin are uh, really figuring out here in this first season together, and I think they're doing a great job. But they were talking about Zach Levine being an all-star, all-star game. And I got to be honest, I, I, I hated what I heard from Stacey King, and I challenged him on it. Uh, he responded back, and so here I'll lay it all out. During the broadcast, Stacey King was talking about the All-Star game and, and you know, wanting it to be more competitive, you know, like the old days. Money of these guys really compete for it. And they uh, he brought up the fact that maybe the All-Star game winning team, if you go back to East and West format, they get home court during the NBA Finals. I heard that. I nearly threw up in my mouth. I... Couldn't believe what I heard from the great Stacey King. I went straight to Twitter and I said, Stacey, come on, you're better than this. There's no way in heck the NBA should do that. Learn from the mistake of the MLB and avoid that at all costs. And his whole response to me was, well, then what do you want to do? How do you make it more competitive? And my response back is, who cares? Who cares? It's an all-star game. Why do I care if it's competitive? If you watch the NBA All-Star Game, you're like me. You're just a real true big fan of the NBA. It is for fun. Like, who cares if it's competitive? These leagues need to stop worrying about making these All-Star Games competitive. The problem is these leagues have built this up to be such a TV event that they need to make something for their TV dollars to make it worth all the ad space they're spending. My response to that would be take that money, make it big money wins for the winning team. If you're on the winning team, each player gets half a mil. The losing team gets nothing. And the winning team, they each get another half a mil to donate to charities. So make it like that. Make it to where guys, if they're dogging it then or they're not playing, but dude, you really not care about half a mil and, you don't, you're, and you're going to be the guy who's dogging it and not playing hard to give half a mil to charity. And I, and I do like the format they've kind of switched up to to make it a little more competitive in the fourth to where then it's a, a play to a score. But this whole idea that you give these all-star games some sort of... Uh, in, abstract weight. I mean, it was a disaster. The MLB, the fact that the Cubs, when they won the World Series of 2016, weren't at home because they NL lost the All-Star game. It's just idiotic. It's stupid. And they learned their lesson, and leagues should continue to move on. We didn't have the Pro Bowl this year. Did anyone cry? Did anyone care? In fact, the thing that we care most about in the NBA is the dunk contest and the three-point contest and the skills. That's more fun to watch. It's more fun to watch these superstars compete in that stuff. So 
If anything, the game, hell, give them each a half a mil for the winning team. Eventually increase it to a mil for each player. Make it real money on the line. And and then also real money to donate to a charity of their choice. So that the losing team, they go home empty-handed and nothing for their charities. I mean, make it, you know, give that incentive to players and then see who's going to compete and not going to compete. Now, guys are still going to take care of themselves, and they should, because no one wants to see anyone get injured in an all-star game. And if the NBA was really smart, the things that get more ratings anyways is if you had Zion in the dunk contest, if you had Zach Levine in the dunk contest, if you could have ever gotten LeBron in the dunk contest. The three-point contest is loaded because these guys know that that's just easy. That's just shooting threes. And it's Steph, it's Levine. I mean, they got big names in it, and that's going to be fun to watch. Skills competition's got some decent guys, too. Put up real money to get these guys in the dunk contest. And then you'll watch your ratings. Then you'll see ratings. You'll get Doritos, Mountain Dew, any, any one of those NBA sponsors to spend a bleeping fortune if you had Zion versus Zach Levine, you know, versus insert name here, another, you know, an Aaron Gordon. I mean, get some big name guys. Get some real competitors. Got three guys in the dunk contest I've never heard of this year. Never heard of. You know, like that, the NBA, like, so my point to Stacey King would be like, you're thinking of it all wrong. The way to make it, you're, it's never going to be competitive, competitive like it used to be. It's just not. The guys make too much money and and they don't care enough. So don't give it some sort of BS abstract weight where you're just going to get guys to think it's even more ridiculous, more stupid, where especially in the NBA where we can pretty much predict who's going to make the finals every year. It's not like a baseball or a NFL where you're, it's really random. You know, it can be at times where the NHL where you do see eight seed beats, beat one seeds. If you were to make it East-West and the West wins, they, they have better players, they do, than the East, and they and yet... Uh, and that means they get home home court because the West has loaded rosters. I, you know that 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 is just going to piss guys off. It's going to make me angry as a fan too. That I got to watch a team get home court because their team won in the All Star game. No, that's stupid. Give them each a half a mil, a million dollars, half a mil, a million dollars for their charity. Get the losing team gets nothing, and then the dunk contest, same thing. Winner of the dunk contest gets two million. Cool, two million. Boom. Second place gets half a mil. Third place, and everyone else gets nothing. Go get your money. You think those young guys wouldn't compete? Zion would get up for two mil. Oh, I'm doing the dunk contest. That's a lot of money. And then money to charity too. Give it, you know, match the money to charity. This, the, you're going to get ratings then. That if that's what you want to be more competitive, get ratings. Do it that way. Don't give these all-star games abstract weight. The Pro Bowl, cancel it. Do the fun skill stuff. I want to watch uh, Patrick Mahomes throwing 70-yard bombs to try to who can have the longest throw. Do that stuff. That's fun. I want to see, you know, the the offensive lineman trying to bench press. Who can bench press 300 pounds the most? And I don't want to see these guys out there just, you know, not tackling and doing nothing. And, And I don't blame them for doing that. So always get hurt. I don't want to see an NBA and an MLB All-Star game actually matter for the World Series. I want to see guys 
competing in a game, you know, pitchers, the best pitchers try to strike out the best hitters and then have some fun home run derby, do some sort of weird fun skills thing, you know, bunt contest, do some fun stuff, man, give it money and money to charity. Boom, boom. Don't give these weird games abstract meaning. So Stacey King, I love you, but I'll always come at anyone on Twitter who, who thinks the all-star game should have some sort of meaning to make them competitive. It's just stupid. I'm going to enjoy the all-star game Sunday night. I'm going to enjoy watching everything, pour myself a jack on the rocks, have a little fun. Don't give these things abstract meaning. And I'm going to bet team LeBron minus three and a half. I think they're going to blow. I think they're, they're going to blow out team Durant. All right. Uh, when we come back, we're going to jump back towards the NFL. There's some moves, obviously thoughts on JJ Watt, Alex Smith, some other things. We'll get in all that. Don't go anywhere. You're listening on the market. News talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app. Brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the Tri-State area, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Faith, family, giving back. That's Cunis country. Hello, this is Dr. Ina Hennigan, a family practice physician on the front line here in Illinois. COVID-19 or coronavirus disease 19 is a lower respiratory illness with symptoms of fever, cough, and shortness of breath. There is no vaccine for prevention. And any purported remedies shared on social media should really be ignored. Stay safe and protect those around you by taking the following precautions. Wash your hands often with soap and water for a minimum of 20 seconds. Or use a hand sanitizer that contains at least 60% alcohol. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. And if you cough or sneeze, do it into the inside of your elbow, not your hands. Avoid close contact with others, especially those who are sick, by maintaining a minimum distance of 6 feet apart for short periods of time only. Clean and disinfect the surfaces you frequently touch at least daily. Consult the CDC at cdc.gov and rely on trusted media resources such as the centersquare.com for information during this national health emergency. Remember, we're all in this together. Be well. This message brought to you by the Franklin News Foundation and this station. Every day, Doctors Without Borders teams confront hard facts in conflict and crisis zones. When others might look away, we step in to act because measles still kills more than 100,000 children every year. We're there to vaccinate over a million worldwide, including those affected by the current outbreak in Democratic Republic of Congo. Because half of all maternal deaths occur during delivery or within 24 hours, we've assisted more than 1.4 million births around the world, including care for new mothers in Afghanistan. Because some countries only have one or two mental health professionals, we offer counseling and clinical care, providing over 400,000 mental health consultations worldwide last year, including care for migrants and refugees on the dangerous journey north from Central America. The fact is, your acts of care and compassion make our life-saving work possible. Picture the impact we can have together. DoctorsWithoutBorders.org. Hey folks, this is Robert Carey inviting you to join Mary, Rudy, and me each Sunday as we talk to travel newsmakers, share insider tips, and experience the world of travel together on your RM World Travel Connection. 9 to 11 on KHMO and KHMORadio.com. Today, with highs around 57. Southwesterly winds around 5 miles per hour. Partly cloudy tonight, lows level off around 37. Daytime highs approaching 66. Tomorrow, partly cloudy skies. Dry with temperatures well above average. Monday and Tuesday, and highs from the mid-60s to the upper 60s. Right now, 46. Welcome on back to the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app. Brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Ask them about their powertrain, their complimentary lifetime powertrain warranty. I'm telling you, the, the, 
If you drive around in a used car right now, or a couple of years old, low payments, they just go in and see them. I'm telling you, you go in and talk to me, you start to realize, wait a minute, I can get into this, I can upgrade to this, and my payment will be the same, maybe even lower. Worth checking on out. Tell them Mark sent you. Cunis Honda Hyundai, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. All right. Uh, so as we're here now in the second half of the show, I want to go back to the NFL. Um, there there are a couple moves have been made in the NFL. And I obviously have some thoughts on all of them. And I, and I think there's a, a bigger picture also being painted here. And I'll get into that in a bit. Uh, we'll start with obviously J.J. Watt to Arizona. So... I didn't know no I didn't know I don't know anyone who saw that coming. I'll be honest with you. We talked about it here on the show. And we were all thinking Green Bay, he's from he's from Wisconsin. And I think of Chicago, his wife his wife, you know, plays for the Chicago soccer team. Uh we're thinking, you know, Pittsburgh, obviously Pittsburgh is brothers, uh maybe a contender like a Kansas City, you know, wants to go get a ring at Tampa, a Buffalo, you know, they could use defensive line help and you're, you're you know, player away from a Super Bowl. And all of a sudden, it's like, hey, Arizona? You mean the the team that's got the fourth best coach in their division and maybe the third best quarterback in their division? And, you know, missed the playoffs last year? That Arizona? And then you see the money and you're like, oh, 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 yeah. JJ, <laughs> JJ saw that money and was like, well, hello, Phoenix. Uh, you know, Phoenix uh, sounds good this time of year, doesn't it? And you know what? I don't blame him. I, I you know, I, I can never shame an athlete for saying, hey, listen, you're going to pay me that much money guaranteed 23 million no matter what happens. Yeah. Where do I sign? Um, I think it's also interesting. That just to me goes to show Green Bay. Pittsburgh, whatever these other offers were, were not even close to the 23 mil. And maybe that means Arizona overpaid. But if you're Arizona, I think it makes sense, this deal. It's two years. It's short. You're going to get a motivated J.J. Watt who's going to think they got to earn that money. He's also um, going to be complimenting Chandler Jones. He's going to play opposite someone. He got Buda Baker in the back end. And you have to show to your fans in Arizona that we're going for it. You know, this is now going to be Kyler Murray year three. You know, year one, five and 11, a lot of spark, a lot of flash. Ooh, this is fun. Year two. All right, just missed the playoffs. You know, Shaky end of the uh, end of the season. He was an MVP candidate for about thirty seconds. Looked very good at times. Year three has got to be. Hey, keep it up with the Joneses. the 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 Rams aren't sitting on their laurels. They made the playoffs. There's a little bit of turmoil in Seattle. Smell a little blood in the water. You know that San Francisco is going to be healthy. They're going to get Bosa back. They're getting all these guys that they missed early in the year. I mean, remember San Francisco. They had Kittle, Bosa, all these guys go down like week two, three, Jimmy G. Like they they were just exploded with injuries. And so and they were still competitive towards the end of the year. I mean, San Francisco, there was a time where it's like, wait, are we do we have to start talking about San Francisco in that seventh seed? They eventually fell off and Jimmy G never really came back. So that's the best division in football. If Russell Wilson stays in Seattle, 
That's the best division in football. So this move shows your fans, and it shows the uh, the rest of the division, hey, 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 we're going to try and be players here. We're going to try and be competitors in this division. So it makes sense from that, that standpoint. Do I think they may be overpaid? Probably. But they may have also felt that, listen, if if we're at 20 million and Green Bay's at 17, he may stick with Green Bay. But if we go to 23 and Green Bay is stuck at 17, 16, that'll, that'll lock it in. And also, I think Arizona, you know, they have to show as well to the rest of the league, you know, they don't have a, a, a pristine history. They have a young quarterback who they think they could have for the next, you know, 10 years and be a guy who's in the MVP discussions. So they need to start showing the rest of the league, hey, we're going to be aggressive. We went out and got Hopkins. We're going to sign J.J. Watt. That sends a message to the rest of the league. Hey, I know, I know, L.A., L.A., or, you know, it's very nice. Go to L.A. and the Rams will spend, but we're going to spend money too. And Phoenix is nice, and there's, you know, good taxes in Arizona, and it's nice and warm here. Got great golf. I, I think this is a it's a it's a branding move for Arizona as well. Uh, I like it. I don't think this really moves the needle a ton. Um, I think JJ's going to have a good season. I think Arizona's going to compete, but that division's loaded. Uh, I think if Seattle keeps Russell Wilson, I think they're a playoff team because I think Russell Wilson alone gets you to the playoffs. Uh, I, I certainly think the Rams are a playoff team, and I think a healthy 49ers team. Think that's a playoff team. I, I mean, I, I it's it's tough. It's going to be fascinating to watch the rest of how the draft works out. The NFC West is going to be one of those we got to keep our eye on. Uh, so, congrats, JJ. Got some money. Didn't see it coming. Made us all kind of look a little foolish. I, I did. I didn't. I scoured the internet for JJ Watt rumors. I heard no blogs, no insiders, no one saying Arizona. So, congrats to Arizona for also laying under the radar, getting the deal done. They get J.J. Watt. They get a guy who they think helps them culture-wise, helps them you know, with their fan base. And Chandler Jones needs a running mate. And I think that's that's huge as well. You need pass rushers in that, in that division. So let's move on. Alex Smith gets cut from the football team. I think this is a smart move uh, for the football team. They save some money. They need, uh, you know, they got Heineke. I think the football team is going to be actually looking to draft someone. I think I think the football team is going to be players in trading up uh, and making a move to to get into the top ten for a quarterback. In my opinion, I think Ron Rivera will look that way. Um, I also think you could see the football team being a real competitor uh, with the Bears for a Sam Darnold and making a move in that regard. I also just think uh, for Alex Smith, if I was Alex Smith's agent, I would say retire. I, listen, you won Comeback Player of the Year. They're gonna, they should rename the award the Alex Smith Comeback Player of the Year award. You have nothing left to prove, and I know you played some pretty decent football, but the only way I'm Alex Smith and I and 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 I and I'm a team that thinks about move, making a move on Alex Smith is if I am a team that takes a young quarterback. If I'm a Houston and I make the trade and I'm drafting a Fields or a Lance, you know, if I'm one of these teams, you know, that makes that move, then I consider bringing in Alex Smith to be a mentor, to be a voice. But beyond that, no. I I, I don't think he's a starting caliber quarterback. I think he's a 
worse Teddy Bridgewater at this point in his career. He, Alex Smith, one of the things that made him unique and made him a guy that was an 11-win guy, a 10-win guy for the Chiefs when he was at his peak was his mobility and the threat to run. And, and he's very accurate still. I think he's still got pretty good arm strength, but I, I just, you know my feelings on this. I've been this way for a year now since Alex Smith even announced he's coming back. Uh, I, I think the only way Alex Smith has a job um, is if he's a mentor to a guy or you know what like if a if a Indianapolis wants to bring him in to just be a voice for Carson Wentz a, a bouncing you know I could see maybe there maybe uh, you know maybe go back to San Francisco be a voice for Jimmy Garoppolo be a, a just in case I you know but ugh, I don't know it makes me just queasy to think about in a lot of ways uh, I would just retire that's just me but I get it, you know, if some team is willing to pay you ten, <laughs> eight, nine, ten million to come in for a year, that's a lot of money, and and I'd also wouldn't wouldn't blame you for taking it as well. Uh, finally, the other thing I wanted to mention here in this kind of NFL wrap up, uh, the Dolphins released Kyle Van Noy a year into a four year, fifty one million dollar, uh, thirty million dollar guaranteed deal that he signed last year. Uh, Diana Rossini, great NFL reporter for ESPN. She kind of said this could be a sign of things to come, like kind of like a bloodbath type offseason for the NFL. I would not be shocked if we continue to see this because the cap and where it's going, any way teams can save some money against the cap, I think sadly you're going to see them make this move. I thought Kyle Van Noy had a decent year for the for the Dolphins, and they certainly could use still a player like him. Uh, but I think they just realized no one when they signed him a year ago, it was pre-COVID and, and everything that happened. But also for anyone out there who's listening right now, who is one of those players should honor their contract. Deshaun Watson should honor their contract. It goes both it doesn't it shouldn't it go both ways? Shouldn't the team honor the contract to Kyle Van Noy? Hey, we like you. We want you. Four years, uh fifty one million. Cut after a year. It's a two-way street. Relationships, they're a two-way street. NFL teams with their star players, it's a two-way street. So for everyone who's complaining about Deshaun Watson on your contract, the Dolphins just cut a guy one year into a four-year deal. Purely to save money is a business transaction. Just think about that. Two-way street. All right. When we come back, uh, a couple little stories to wrap up the show. As always, you're listening on the mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app. Brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area. Faith family giving back. Beautiful day to buy a car. It's gorgeous here in downtown Hannibal. Hopefully, it's nice wherever you are. Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Hespen, M-A-R-K-H-E-S-P-E-N. We'll be right back. School bell bring to mind the day's end or the end of school entirely, as in kids dropping out. At Communities in Schools, we're helping at-risk students whose ability to show up for school is jeopardized by hardships. They've always had my back. They've always done anything to help me. Anytime I needed support, they were there. We work in schools to help kids stay in school. Communities in Schools never gave up on me. They told me I can do it, and I did it. See how we help all students succeed at communitiesinschools.org. Hometown News Talk 10. 1070 KHMO. Welcome on back down the mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app. Brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri state area. Over 3,000 new and used vehicles to choose from. If you're in the market for a vehicle, 
You'd be doing yourself a disservice if you don't stop by Kunis Honda Hyundai 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Faith, family, giving back. That's Kunis country. All right. So to start to wrap up the show here in the last like nine minutes, I got a couple topics I want to go through. We spent about a minute, minute and a half on each one. Just kind of quick hitters uh, as we, uh, there's still uh, just a bunch of different stuff going on in the world of sports. So I want to give some quick thoughts here to start to wrap up the show. Uh, first and foremost, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, uh, the great uh, soccer player, uh, he's back in Europe, and 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 you know what? He was in LA for a while, and 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 he's a very very uh, interesting character. He's very very full of himself. He's went at LeBron and talking about the stick to sports, and how he's like, I'm an athlete, and I'm just going to be an athlete, and athletes should just be athletes. And LeBron is very vocal, and his whole campaign is more than an athlete. My whole thing to Zlatan would be, uh, dude, by you doing what you're doing and calling out LeBron, you yourself are not just sticking to sports. <laughs> like, no one asks you, hey, what do you think about LeBron James? Or what do you think about all this stuff in politics? Just coming out of nowhere, throwing shots, trying to get his name back in the media and be talked about. And he has done it because here I am talking about it. Anyone who's... Anyone who's on the stick to sports thing, listen, I, I, I'm not going to try and change your mind. I'm very comfortable with my athletes talking about whatever they want to talk about. I still will just watch them because I love sports and I love watching sports. and I love watching my teams. Um, you know, if you have an athlete that's very outspoken against something that you're, uh, you know, that you feel opposite on that they're speaking out and you don't want to support that athlete anymore. I, you know, I'm I'm not going to sit here and try to convince you that that's right or wrong. But I would just say for any of the athletes out there who, like Zlatan, are telling other athletes that they should stick to sports, you yourself are not practicing what you preach. And also, I just think it's one of those things where You at no, you, there's no right or wrong answer to this. There's no playbook. There's no, uh, there's 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 no rules. I mean, certain leagues may have some some things, but you can and can't do. But for you to be critical of another guy in the way they use their platform, you yourself you yourself are just not sticking to your own practice what you preach. If you think LeBron should stick to sports, then you should just stick to sports and stick to sports. I I, don't, I mean, it just doesn't make any sense to me. But Zlatan is Zlatan, and he's a very interesting, weird guy. I don't think athletes should be forced to stick to sports. If you don't want to, you know, tune into what they have to say post game, don't tune in. You know, just like if you don't want to listen to what they're saying on MSNBC, don't watch MSNBC. If you don't want to listen to what they're saying on Fox, don't listen to Fox. We all have the power to control what we can and can't consume. That's for sure. Uh, next thing I want to touch on: Blake Griffin. Yeah, you know he. <laughs> He paid the Pistons $13.3 million to release him. He is now a free agent. And I think Blake Griffin being a free agent is very interesting. As a fan of the NBA, I would encourage Blake Griffin to not sign with Brooklyn. I would encourage Blake Griffin to sign with a team like a Utah or a team like a Portland or a team like that's, you know, hey, we could use a guy off the bench, give us 25 minutes a night, an explosive dunk, make a couple good passes. Blake Griffin has become a very good passer. Uh, he's improved his shooting as a three-point shooter as well. 
And, you know, help a team, you know, really contribute. Get over like Make another team more interesting. Go to Milwaukee, uh, Boston. Help a team get a little more interesting. It's on the fringe there. I, you know what? But I do think if you're Blake Griffin, money's clearly not an issue. I think rehabbing your career, like kind of like Carmelo did, is kind of his big thing right now. And the best thing a Blake Griffin could do would be to like, hey, I can go for a contender like a Brooklyn win an easy ring and show that like I can still get it for, you know, 10, 15 minutes a night. And then maybe he gets a two, three year, a little bit more money guaranteed somewhere else in the off season. I, you know, I can't hate on him for wanting to do that. I would urge him to not go to Brooklyn, go to LA, go back out West, you know, battle somewhere in that regard. Cause if he goes to Brooklyn, you know, it looks like Brooklyn's probably going to win the championship at this point in time. Anyways, yeah, as an NBA fan, I just, you know, I want that competitiveness. Uh, but uh, I, 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 it would not shock me. I think he's most likely to sign with Brooklyn. And and at this point in time, we'll have to, you know, kind of stop talking about the NBA because I think you can almost pencil in Brooklyn then uh, to be your NBA champions if they sign a Blake Griffin and they stay healthy. I think that I think that certainly helps them get over the hump. All right, uh, I want to move on. Mike Mayock, he had some really interesting comments. He's a GM for the Oakland Raiders on his quarterback, Derek Carr. He said, I think Derek Carr is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Two thoughts on this. I agree. I think Derek Carr is a top 12, top 10 quarterback. I like Derek Carr a lot. I think he's saying this for two reasons, though. One, to prop up Derek Carr because I think behind the scenes they are shopping Derek Carr. And if they don't get the deal they want, they want Derek Carr to still be happy when he shows up to camp. And two, this could help drive up the price for Derek Carr. If he's out there saying, we're very happy, we think he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league, me and Gruden will pound the table for him. The other part of his quote, that's going to make anyone who's trying to trade for Derek Carr realize we might have to spend more money and more give up more than we necessarily wanted to get a Derek Carr. So I think it's there's always two sides of the story. I do think they believe that. I do think the Raiders would be happy with their car. I think the Raiders' problem is they got Justin Herbert and they have Patrick Mahomes in their division, two better quarterbacks than their car. So, you know, four times a year, you're, you guarantee yourself going into a game where you're, you don't have the best quarterback. That's not a great spot to be in. You want to have at least the second best quarterback in your division to give you a chance to make the playoffs and to make some noise in the playoffs. Uh, finally, I am getting into the Premier League. The Premier League, as they say. Aston Villa, Newcastle. So if you're following me on Twitter, this is mainly just for you all. Yes, I'm getting into the Premier League. Once I realize that you have competitive, great soccer on early Saturday and Sunday mornings that I can gamble on, I'm in. I'm in. And I, my sister lives in England. I don't know if I've told this you guys all this on the mark. I talk about it on my morning show uh, on Kick FM all the time. My sister lives in England, so she lives in Birmingham. And Aston Villa is the great uh, club in Birmingham. And then she used to live in Newcastle, so she supports Newcastle too. So I'll support Newcastle as well. It's kind of my two clubs. And then we also like. She told me that uh, I should pick a London team, so I'm picking Tottenham because they're very good. And that was the stadium. They have the new stadium that the NFL helped them build that I watched the Bears play in two years ago. So I got a little something there. So those are my three teams. If you follow me on Twitter, yes, I'm going to be gambling on the Premier League. I know I know very little soccer, but I'm going to try and get into it. And the Premier League seems like the thing to get into. It's 
the elite of the elite clubs in England. Uh, finally, NASCAR Sunday. Definitely be watching. It's a uh, in Vegas. Love Vegas. Good speed. The Penske team does well in Vegas. Uh, Logano defending champ. Watch out for my guy, Brad Keselowski. Could get the first win of the year here. I uh, I like Brad in Vegas. Finally, college basketball. Uh, really interesting matchups today. Obviously, a big game uh, for Illinois. Number four, Illinois. Number seven, Ohio State. You'll be watching that uh, later this afternoon. Also, tomorrow... My Texas team is back in action tomorrow night uh, against TCU. Texas Tech, Baylor in the afternoon. Michigan, Michigan State. Michigan uh, could lock up a one seed for sure uh, with a nice win to close out over Michigan State. Uh, they've just been incredible. Also, Iowa and uh, Iowa in, uh, Wisconsin, is that, I think that's today. Iowa-Wisconsin. I hate Iowa. <laughs> if you follow me on Twitter, you know that. So I, I'll be rooting for Wisconsin in that matchup for sure. Uh, thank you so much for tuning on in. Appreciate it as always. Uh, excited for next week. You never know. We could have more quarterback stuff to talk about uh, by this time next week. The NFL is the gift that keeps on giving. Have a fun weekend. Enjoy it. Uh, if you want to talk sports more, uh, get into fun, some fun uh, gambling stuff with me. Follow me on Twitter at Mark Hespen, M-A-R-K-H-E-S-P-E-N. I will be watching college basketball. I got to go home because at 11, I think 1130, Premier League kicks off. Aston Villa already bet him. Uh, so that's where we're going to be at. And we're watching NASCAR tomorrow. We have college basketball on the second screen. A lot of good stuff going on. Enjoy it. Have a fun, safe weekend. Get out. If Hopefully it's as gorgeous where you are as it is here in the tri-states. It's on the mark on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app brought to you by Kunis Honda Hyundai. 